My guest today is lead singer for the progressive metal band Leprous, who have a new album coming out on June 2nd. It's called The Congregation. I'd like to welcome Einar Solberg to the show. Einar, how you doing, man? Pleasure to meet you. Uh, nice to meet you, too. I'm doing very fine, and you? Doing good. Um, I- I'm happy to catch you. I know that uh, you guys have just a ton of interviews and press and, and all this buzz happening with the new album. Um, yeah. which which has to be exciting. I mean, you know, I've, I've seen all over the internet, everybody talking about it and, and the video uh, views have been through the roof. And so so tell me a little bit about the excitement of the album and what, what's happening right now with the band. I mean, I, I'm incredibly happy about uh, the response and everything because now I, I just come from a year with an extreme amount of hard work where I didn't really, with it, I didn't really consider the outside world that much. Right. <laughs> I had to write, I wrote the full album more or less by myself uh, while um, while having to work a hundred uh, like a full time job actually next next to it uh, uh, and trying to tour a bit. Uh, so it's been a very very intense, extremely intense year. And at some moments, I was just like. Oh, this is never, never ending. So now to see it, to like having reached the end of that tunnel, and to see that it's being well received, and that it seems that we're jumping and a few more steps up the ladder again, and it, it's very, very, very relieving and, and nice. So it's going into a very good period now. <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. Um, yeah, you know, a lot of people don't know that. Uh, you know, bands like yourself and, and I know if, uh, a few other bands like Haken and, and some of those other guys that, uh, you know, still somehow tour a lot and release all these albums, still have to, to find a way to work, you know, uh, on the downtime, right, to, to, to support and, and keep things going. Absolutely. And, and it's, it's especially when we live in Norway, I mean, to, to live from an international salary in the world's most expensive country, it's, it's kind of... It, it takes a lot of time to build that yeah. uh, but but it, um, that being said it's absolutely not impossible and we are definitely getting there gradually uh, yeah. and uh, next year late this year or next year is really going to be the year where we start to earn proper money from lepers <laughs> fantastic uh, well, amen because to that. Then, yeah because then we have actually paid I haven't earned a single penny on lepers so far because we we invested so many, so much money in the band the first years in going on support tours, and we're still in debt for that. I mean, but within the year, that debt is completely gone, and probably will, and so and next year, our our fees are jumping. Like, I mean, the fees we get to play are are increasing quite quickly now. Also, so I see really uh, also a light at the end of the tunnel there. Because I really do want to quit the daytime job and <laughs> dedicate everything uh, to lepers. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's let's get a plug in for the album called "The Congregation," which comes out May twenty fifth in yeah. Europe and uh, June second in the states over here. Um, mm-hmm. And you guys have already released the first video called "The Price." Um, yeah. Tell me about uh, tell me about that song and and why that was the first single and and how that song came about. Um, that song it's it's a very like straight to the point uh, like no fooling around no intro I mean it's straight to the point 
and it shows immediately a new and different side of leprous, but still it's without doubt leprous that you're listening to. So in a way, it had all the qualities we wanted to provide, and it's really catchy, according to most people at least, and I think it's catchy myself, if I may, if I may say. So, so it's kind of catchy and intricate at the same time, uh, which which is makes a very good single for a prog band like ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's hard for for a prog band, a prog metal band, I guess, if if you want to use that uh, to come up with a, a good song that would sound on radio, because it doesn't always doesn't always make for an easy choice. But you know what's well, funny about the, about that song that for me the the catchy part is even more more than the the vocals is the just the guitar riff in the beginning, which yeah, you, which I you can walk around agree. singing all day, and it's uh, yeah. it's fantastic. Thank you very, very much. And I agree with that. And I think it's something that kind of repetitive pattern that it's kind of, it's very catchy and intricate at the same time, but it's not too intricate. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kind of, uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, tell me a little bit about, um, you know, you had a lot of success off the last album, Cole. And so was there a lot of pressure on you guys when you were working on this one and and when you went into writing it you know where where what was the beginning process with the songs and and how did you get it going to where you felt like okay we're we're on the right track i mean firstly when you start writing as i mentioned before you just have to block out the the rest of the world really if you start to writing based upon expectations you've already lost in my opinion and then there is nothing to to go for because uh, then you write out of fear for not being liked or accepted and, and that there is nothing artistic or, or true about that. Uh, you just need to block out the world, forget about the expectations, forget about don't linger in the past and you need to just go and work your ass off to right. <laughs> like really, really strive towards something new and better. and and. So I went into to the songwriting process here with a very, very clear structure and plan because I knew that we needed it. Uh, whereas Cole was a much more impulsive album in a way. We could allow ourselves that then because we were members who had been touring a lot together, been working a lot together, while now there were two completely new members, like almost half of the band was were new right. people, so so, I mean the creative force were still in the band, uh, but but um, but we had to really. I couldn't go into the old patterns anyway, even if I had wanted to. So I started setting out up like tons of deadlines for myself, like two per week, uh, to one for each each rehearsal, where I had to have written one sketch. For each of those rehearsals, one sketch for a song, a full song, um, and that was extremely tiring, but very rewarding uh, because then you just get a huge selection that you can sit and listen through it again and again and hear where you hear the listen and hear where you find the biggest potential. Right. And then you select the songs, the, those sketches, after like half a year of writing those approximately. Then the next months went to like really perfecting the 15 best ones, if I may say that. Um, 
uh, and then just uh, constantly evaluating and, and, and listening what can be changed and what can be better until the day it was delivered to the mix. I mean, it was constantly evaluate, evaluated uh, what we could do difference, what we could add here, what we could remove. Um, so, so um, yeah, it, it was a very structured songwriting process with um, and and it was very very nice because some of the times where I felt the least inspired, still I had to write. I had right. that deadline. I had to write. Uh, so I wrote and I thought it was crap one day and then the next day I could suddenly realize that it was a big potential in it and and then uh, and then and then eventually it could be one of the better songs of the album it was there uh, yeah so. was there that happens a lot right there's a song that you might write that you think is terrible and then all of a sudden everybody that hears it says no that's the best song you have to use that song was there <laughs> something like that 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 ended up on the record that when you started you said i don't i don't think this is any good yes absolutely but it, but everybody agreed with me that it wasn't any good <laughs> <laughs> uh, that uh, but, but we just had to try it out on rehearsal and to play through it and then when we played through it we just said ah oh, this sounds really massive it's just that the riff on the top there makes it sound silly. So if we change that and do like this and that and that, so suddenly there was a lot of ideas around it, and suddenly there was a whole new idea about it, and 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 uh, and really, really, the song went into, in my opinion, being one of the better of of the album, um, which was uh, started out as a horrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> which song, if you 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 can um, say, rewind. Oh, well, that's funny that you mentioned that. I was going to ask you about that song. That is one of the best songs on the album. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but, but in the beginning, I, I mean, uh, uh, if I get the chance, I could show you the the initial sketch and compare it with the with the final version, and you would be able to kind of recognize it. But you would laugh uh, when when you heard what the first plan was with it. So 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 it's. Um, it it just need one element like one or two right. small elements in a song that you can take and really emphasize them and really make it what it was on this particular song was that on the chorus that and when we play that it was so the perfect tempo and it sounded so massive and and the the riff playing on the top was different but the 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 bottom the the um, the rhythm section was more or less the same, and then the verse it was those strings they were just in the background of something else I was playing, and then I realized that but just those strings by themselves are very nice. It's right. just that other things that are way too busy and and chaotic. So I just removed it, and suddenly oh. Perfect. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I love what, I love that kind of stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. That I think I think fans will will really like that song. The production is unique with it, but also just the the structure of the song, right? The 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 opening with the toms and that kind of part, and then by the end, it's a completely different song and super yeah. heavy. Um, <laughs> yeah, really great. Thank that, you very much. That's going to be fantastic. So um, about touring, I know that you on the last tour you toured uh, with Haken. 
Um, and I know that those guys, I, I've, I've seen them uh, before and they're all sorts of crazy. So what, uh, you know, what was touring with them like on the road? Perfect. It's one of the nicest uh, guys, uh, uh, bands that I've ever toured with. They're like, consider them as very, very good friends now, all of them. As like, um, um, yeah, such humble and nice guys. And, and, and they were pretty much like us in a way. They, they were there to, to, to deliver a good show. And that's the main focus in a way, not to party and to, the music was in focus. And, and everyone was humble and friendly. So that's definitely a band that I would love to, to go on the road with again later. And I'm most sure that we will. Yeah, uh, that's a nice pairing, the two the two bands. And, and actually, they're also starting to gain in popularity. I mean, the two of you together absolutely. are really, really growing. And a lot of people are starting to know the bands, which is which is awesome. What else do you see or, or, or have trouble with in the music business these days? Has it changed a lot since you got into it, uh, you know, with, with the downloading and, ha- and figuring out how to survive and everything? I mean, have you sort of been able to figure out how things work now and, and manage it? I mean, when we got into the music business, the downloading was already a very big uh, problem. I mean, and now, I, I mean, I... I so I never got to experience how it was right. before. <laughs> right. I never got to experience how it was to actually earn money on record sales. Uh, uh, because now everyone is earning money on the live shows. And that's that's fine by me. I mean, that's how it has always been for us. And, and at least now we are earning money on the live shows and, and good money eventually. So, so, so... Well, I, that, well, as I, a, as I mean, you cannot you cannot fight the inevitable. So you can just make the best out of it. So, so I, I'm just going into the music business knowing how it is and right. working towards my goals. Knowing so, so, that. so knowing growing up in that world where downloading was already happening, and and you know that when you're starting a band, that that it's not going to be like it was from you know decades ago right so does that change the importance for you on albums and and recording or uh you still would have spent the same amount of time i mean not 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 saying that you you don't take care of the music you know what i mean but do you worry more about the shows because that's where you know it, it, it no 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 not like the main thing for us is the songwriting that's it without the songwriting we have nothing so that's where the majority of our energy is is, is spent uh, uh, because because uh, I mean the, to play live is also very important for us but we cannot play live if we don't have any songs to play so so right. so so I still feel that the, the songwriting is the most important or else we could just be around playing cover songs uh, doing that very well and we could have earned probably a good amount of money on that too yeah, right. <laughs> uh, uh, but um, but it's really really important with the songwriting and we really take our time with it and we, we yeah I don't think we would spend more time with that if we earned more money uh, on record sales right um, when you when you sit down to write do you write uh, from the lyrics first or does the music come first Music comes first always for lepers, and then we uh, we kind of steer, we kind of uh, choose the lyrics out 
from 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 choose the subject out from that uh, from the mood that we we feel the song is creating. Yeah, yeah. What and um, you know, So what what actually got you into music? Um, and and how long have you been doing this? Were you always a singer? No, no, uh, absolutely not. But my mother uh, is a singing teacher. Um, so I was always in the. I always had it around me. Uh, I started playing trumpet when I was uh, how old? Like eight, I think. Eight. I started uh, playing trumpet, and I played that for like six years. Um, and um, it really got me. Um, I, I I wasn't actually that interested, to be honest, when I started with that. I just did it because my mother wanted me to play an instrument. <laughs> uh so so um and i chose trumpet because i had one guy called Ole Edvard Antonsen um uh norwegian trumpet player that i really i had seen on tv and i thought it was wow that was beautiful <laughs> uh and uh, but i was a bit scared because he had very strange lips out of all the playing uh and so i was scared that oh maybe i will have those kind of lips too but uh it never became a problem because i never rehearsed that much <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome uh, so uh, so and then eventually i got into uh, i had many years of break with the music and i started again when i was 15 singing and playing a bit keyboard in in, in what ended up being leprous actually um, so Leprous has been like more or less my only band all the time since I started out and I, then I, when I started in Lep with that it was called Puex at first and then a couple of months later we changed it to Leprous when we started becoming a bit more metal in the sound right do you still play trumpet can you still play no I, I, I think I can play a C major scale <laughs> still maybe but I, I'm not sure uh, I, I it's painful to play it if you don't have the training. I mean, it's really painful for your lips if you don't, uh, if you're not uh, rehearsing it regularly. Right. Yeah, like playing a guitar if you've never played before, you can't push down the strings, right? Yeah, exactly. That's how. That's with me when I try to play guitar. I have no idea how to play guitar. <laughs> well, listen. I know. This... How to, I know how to make the riffs. I do that on the computer. <laughs> I don't know how to play right. it myself. Yeah, there you go. Well, listen, man, thanks for uh, taking some time to, to chat. And uh, yeah. look, the, the album's awesome. I can't stop listening Thank to you it. Much. And I think once it hits, uh, everybody's going to be in love with it. It's going to be awesome. Um, oh, thank you so much. And uh, yeah, I, so I wish you the best, man. And, and hopefully we'll get to see you on tour and, and all of that. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, hope to see you, see you on tour somewhere. All right, man. All the best. All the best to you, too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, Tyner, for the interview. We're going to play track off the congregation. This is the song Rewind. For more information and upcoming interviews, please check theprogreport.com. Follow us on Facebook, at The Prog Report on Twitter, and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Thanks.